Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Monday, March 29th, 2021. Well, as we begin to wrap up the month of March 2021, I know that one of the highlights of this month for me was spending Thursday nights with many of the men at Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley uh, for a study we called A Call to Arms. Now, military language is all around us. You know, we even think of in our world, we think of what are referred to as the culture wars. And along with that, we think of a great many concerning things going on in our nation. But we also see a lot of military language used in the scriptures. We, we, we see that we are engaged in a spiritual war and we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual powers and war imagery is used all throughout the scriptures. And so we wanted to use this study and even that title, A Call to Arms, to get the men of our church really to think about their homes and the battle that is going on there, the spiritual battle that is raging from the hearts and minds of of everyone and how men as leaders and husbands and fathers should take that role seriously in their homes. And it was a great time gathering around God's word and with the men of the church to discuss that topic. But I want us to look at one of the passages that really resonates and connects with that idea of spiritual leadership at home as we come across that passage today in Deuteronomy chapter 6, as we're looking at Deuteronomy 6 and 7. And even as we set the context for this, let's remember we were studying the book of Numbers, which I often suggested maybe a better name would be something like armies or or something. It's all about preparing for battle. Well, now as we get into Deuteronomy in this book, the the title literally means second law, because as we just saw in chapter five, it repeats the Ten Commandments. But this book is mostly Moses kind of giving his final words to the nation of Israel before he's going to pass away. Joshua is going to take the reins and they will cross the Jordan River and begin this conquest. So even this military theme is should be very much present still in our minds as we now continue in to the book of Deuteronomy. And as we start chapter 6, we come across a very important passage, one known to the Hebrews and the Jewish people, even to this day, as the Shema, and often is put on, you know, put on tiny scrolls and literally put on the doorposts of houses, a very important passage, and one that contains what Jesus said was the greatest commandment. Starting in verse four, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And then now we get into the part that really connected with what we spent a lot of time talking about this month. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And so there we see that call to teach diligently these things that really the law of God and especially this this 
primary commandment of loving God with all of our heart, soul, and might, that these things must be passed on to the next generation. And even you see that this element of teaching seems to be all-encompassing, right? That this goal for people to teach their children is not just limited to, you know, a Bible time. It's it's all of the time. As you as you walk, as you lie down, when you rise, right? This should permeate every aspect of the homes of this people preparing for this conquest. And so as we think about that, I want anybody listening to this podcast to think about what can you do to reach the next generation, to pass on these incredibly important things about God. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a husband or a father or a grandfather, I would strongly encourage you if you were not able to attend or you missed any of the sessions to go back and listen to the teachings from A Call to Arms. They are all online at the men's ministry page at Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley. We'll put that link in the notes uh, for this podcast today, but I would strongly encourage you to listen to those. And if you're listening to this podcast and you did attend, well, I, people ask me, how did you think it, it went? And I said, well, I'll tell you in 20 years, right? Remember that this is not just something hopefully we focused on in the month of March. Hopefully it really describes the things that will characterize our lives until the day that we die, that we will be faithfully seeking to pass on the truth about God to the next generation. Uh, those of you listening that might be mothers or grandmothers, consider your own role. Consider how you can be passing on the truth of God to the next generation. This is an incredibly important thing. And even if you're listening to this and you're not a mother, you're not a father, consider still the importance of of passing on the truth of God to the next generation. And even if you don't have children of your own, this should still be something that is on your heart, that you want to see that the people that are being raised up today love the Lord their God with all of their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And even as we think about that, we were challenged at the end of a call to arms with that thought, why are we doing this? And if you are seeking to you know, teach your kids because you want to be the perfect mother or father and you want to have that picture-perfect family, that's not a motive that's really going to get the job done. What we really want to see is people that love the Lord their God with all of their heart, with all of their soul, with all of their might, that they cannot help but pass that along. That That's where the focus should be. The focus should not be on you or your family. The focus should be on God, his glory, how great he is. And when we really love God that way, we will be incredibly motivated to pass that on to another generation. And God sets this up. Even you see him starting to give the Israelites warnings of what life will be like. And even as we get into then to the rest of chapter six and chapter seven, he wants to make sure, hey, once this war is seemingly over, right? Once you've conquered, once you are living in the land, don't forget. And even some of it brings up material ideas of wealth or comfort. Hey, don't get fat and happy and forget about these important things. And I think for 
us who live in an age really of prosperity. And even, you know, over the last year, we've probably seen the most economic turmoil many of us have ever seen in our lifetimes. But still, for by many indications, the economy still seems to be moving forward. We live in a day of incredible prosperity. May we all be sure that no matter how that affects us, we do not forget about God and we do not forget about this incredible responsibility to pass on the truth about God and a love for God to future generations. And even just as we think about that, we need to realize that our time is short. And that's an incredible prayer that we see in Psalm 39. So we look at the first six verses of Psalm 39 today. Um, We see him beginning by uh, committing really, and and this is a good prayer for many of us in verse one, where he says, I will guard my ways that I might not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle. So long as the wicked are in my presence, right? That may be a good prayer for many of us to guard our mouths with a muzzle, but look really at verse four and following. It says, O Lord, Make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few handbreadths, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. Surely a man goes about as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man who heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. Right? There we Get a sense of the fleetingness of life and really a prayer. God, help me to know that. Help me to understand how short my life is. I think especially as we consider that with this idea of the next generation, that it shouldn't just be about us. And even we think about some of the material wealth aspects that are mentioned in Deuteronomy 6 and 7, that all of that is so fleeting, so temporary, but the souls of people are are eternal. So whether we're thinking about reaching the next generation with the truth about God, or whether we're even just thinking about this week as Monday of Easter week is here and likely church attendance this Sunday will be the biggest it is all year. And especially considering the last year, maybe even bigger compared to what has previously been, right? Many people will be attending church this Sunday that we want to think of the opportunities to reach souls because this life is so short and so many people are focused, wrapped up in the things of this life to the neglect of the eternal. And may this be a wake-up call to us and may this be a prayer that we echo. God, help me to know how fleeting my life is. And may we also be challenged knowing that when this life is over, there will be an evaluation. And we read about that evaluation really for believers, especially in Matthew 25, as we look at verses 14 through 30. And this is the familiar parable of the talents where a man goes on a journey and he entrusts wealth to his servants. And a talent is 
was a unit of, of currency, right? Back in the time of the Bible, of, of value. This was money that he was giving to them. And the one that received five talents invested it and made five more. And the one that had two talents invested it and made two more. And the one that had one talent, well, he went and he buried it in the ground and simply returned it to his master and was very strongly rebuked for this. Now, this should be a good lesson for all of us to consider what are we doing with what God has given us? And especially to remember our lives are short and there will be this evaluation and there will be something so much more important than how successful your career was or how well that retirement account worked out for you. That will be so much more important whether or not when you stand before the Lord, you hear well done, good and faithful servant. That thought should be a lot more present in many of our minds. So many things of this life will end up meaning so little when hearing well done will end up meaning so much. And what caused that well done was the faithfulness, right? And we see that the different men had different talents. And it's even interesting how that word talent kind of translates to us thinking about the talents that God has given us. God's given us all different abilities. He's given us different opportunities, but he wants all of us, no matter where we are, to be faithful. I hope that motivates you to be faithful today, this Easter week, this year in your home or wherever God has put you to be faithful. And we see an example of that faithfulness as we wrap up the book of Acts today. Acts 17 through 31. And finally, we read about Paul ministering in Rome and continuing to make the case to the Jewish people that Jesus is the Messiah. And again, as he does that, there is controversy. There are people who do not believe But we see there at the very last verses of the book of Acts, verses 30 and 31, he lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. No matter what was going on, Paul was pressing on and he continued to do it with boldness, without hindrance. He was faithful until the end. Whether, whether that's uh, reaching our children and teaching them the Bible, or whether that's reaching our community with the good news of Jesus Christ and faithfully following him, whatever that looks like for us today, this week, may we be faithful. And someday may we hear those words, well done, good and faithful servants. Thank you for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.